Welcome to Day's End with Adrian Manley. I am your host, partner, friend, all-around good mate, Adrian Manley, welcoming you to another Day's End. Hope your day is well. Thank you for joining us here this evening on the, the program. We thank you so much for joining us here for Day 12. Day 12, man, a dozen, a dozen days of our commitment challenge down the tubes or around the corner, or just starting out, however you want to put it. Day 12, we're wrapping up a commitment challenge to eating right, doing all those things we know we should do that we've been putting off to make ourselves the person that we want to be. Welcome you so much, and I hope you're having a great day. Hope you've had a great day. Hope you have enjoyed and done all the things we've been talking about. Hope your list is coming intact. Hope that uh, today that you uh, were out there, that you were finding something to do that inspired you, that made you go the extra mile. Hope you're appreciating all the people out there who are holding you accountable for your life, holding you accountable for the things that you should be doing, the things that you want to be doing. As we all know, I don't like that word should, but the things you want to be doing, the things that are moving you forward, pressing you forward. Appreciate all those people out there in your life. Today, man, day 12 has been a great day. Popped off to the beach for a bit, threw the, uh, threw the old uh, ball in the air for a little while, stuck my toes in the water. Not a bad day, not a bad day. Went down with my mate and uh, just looked for some shells, breathed in the salty air and uh, just, you know, communed with nature for a few minutes. Doesn't take long, 20 minutes or so. When I lived in the middle of the... In the middle of the world, I should say, I would find a mountain, find a forest, and walk around. I was this one time, uh, I can't remember exactly where. Oh, yeah, I remember. So, this one, when I was doing on these walks, one time I came across this field and uh, it was on the top of this little hill. And I can't remember exactly, but I mean, it was just full of like vibes. Like I felt like that I uh, was kind of surrounded by spirits and uh, it was just such a beautiful experience. And so if you're ever out and you're ever just out wandering around, keep your eyes out, man, for things that are in nature, things that are trying to talk to you, things that are trying to speak to you. It could be your own spirit. It could be spirit of others. You don't know. It could be the spirit of the universe. Who knows? But it's always nice to get out and get quiet. I've been talking to a lot today about being quiet, about being still, about understanding the things you're putting into your body food-wise. You know, with all the sugar today, I didn't have any sugar today, a small little smidge of dark chocolate, I mean, really, after my meal, but, you know, uh, as far as, like, as I said, with those uh, high high test sugar things, coming off of it today, even I felt a difference because I felt more centered. I didn't feel as jumpy. Uh, you know, just uh, it just feels great. It, I haven't been doing decaf, or I have been doing decaf, no caffeine. So I've been doing the decaf coffee and all that, and it's uh, it's been working out for me, man. As I said, I'm not a guru, I'm not a diet technician. I'm just telling you what's going on with me, what's working with me. Hopefully, you can take something away from it. But yeah, it feels better. I feel better at all. My head feels clearer. Don't feel as angry. Don't feel as jumpy. Uh, don't feel as mood swingy. Um, it feels all right. It doesn't feel all bad, but today I was really talking a lot about just sitting in the quietness of yourself and just being quiet for a minute. The world is so noisy. 
I mean, right now my house is so noisy. I've got two teens. Man, they're noisy. Always talking, always blabbing. Hey, you know, I'm going to miss it, you know, when they're gone in a few years and off in university. I know I'm going to miss it, but, you know, there's some days that I love them to death, but some days they never, they never shut up. They're always talking. They're always doing something. They're laughing, they're giggling, they're fighting. They're always doing something. And uh, sometimes I just want to talk, you know, just say to them, hey, man, just get quiet with yourself. I know that's literally impossible for a 13-year-old. I mean, literally, it's impossible. So I'm trying to be a little bit more, um, a little bit more aware, a little bit more of letting them go through what they need to go through, let them get it out in healthy ways, um, you know, just let them really try to be themselves. But I do recognize now more than ever how sugar and that kind of stuff plays a part in behavior because without it they're a much calmer people without it they're much less prone to fly off handle or you know catch a mood or anything like that and just got me thinking today like I wonder like you know in America especially there's so many kids adults they're just eating like crap I mean we saw the the movie, the McDonald's movie, what was his name John? Who did the McDonald's movie back in the day? Uh, you know what I'm talking about, man. He went to McDonald's, ate McDonald's 30 days, Big Mac attacks, some, anyway, some shit like that. It's called, you know, I can't remember what it's called. Anyway, but you know, he ate the McDonald's for 30 days and he blindly got sick all the time. His body started shutting down on him. And I really feel like a lot of the stuff after I'm going through this thing, man, the last 12 days. A lot of things are what you ingest. I mean, Eastern medicine is like that, a lot like that. With what you put into your body has a lot to do with how your body performs. And I really feel that that's a thing, man. I'm starting to get more and more convinced of it. That the things you put into your body, into your machine, into what you've got, make it work or make it not work. Somebody can give you pills. You know, my dad, God rest his soul, when he got ill, all he wanted was pills. Hey, give me a pill to fix this and a pill to fix that. And the doctor kept telling him, hey, you know, if you exercise three, four times a week, I know it's hard, I know it's challenging for you, but if you do it, I can take you off 90% of this medicine I got you on right now. Yeah, really said that. Of course, my dad says, sort off. I'm going to sit on my couch. I'm going to eat my cream pies. And, uh, you know, I'm going to live my life. And that's your choice. God bless you. You know, great guy. He just wasn't into exercise. I got it understand not your thing but i'm just saying it's interesting to me that the doctors are saying hey the exercise plays a big part what you're putting in your body takes a big part it's a, what's fascinating to me is no one listens no one listens if you look in the world no one listens few people listen few people really get into it and really take it to heart because it's challenging you've been eating a certain way your whole life You've been eating certain things your whole life. And now someone comes along and says, hey, have you ever thought of not eating that? Not really. I like it. It's in my bones. I'm kind of, for lack of a better word, addicted to it. Got to have my sugar smacks. Got to have my, you know, whatever it is.
whatever your thing, state your full name, state your preference of what your food is. Mine is bread. Need that bread. Haven't had it for 12 days. Turns out I don't need it so much. I just wanted it. Turns out my body doesn't need it so much. I just wanted it. Not everyone's the same. Some people eat bread all day. It doesn't bother them one bit. Some people can have a sip of alcohol. Some people can't. The human body is a fascinating thing. It's different for everyone. Physiology is different than everyone. John here drinks five Guinness every day. Am I right? Five. And a bag of chips. Crisps. You eat chips and crisps. That's it. Do you have the fish or just the chips? Oh yeah, alright, good. At least he's got the fish in it. Mostly crisp and beer. Happy, healthy. Enjoying his life. Me, if I eat that, 400 pounds easy. But next March, tune in, tune in to the Adrian Manley Show. We weigh Adrian and see as he gained 300 pounds eating John's diet. 300, easy. I mean, easily, easily 300. Just moving on up, taking it in. But the thing is, man, you got to go with what you know. You got to go here and, and figure out what works for me and what doesn't work for me. How can you do that? How can you figure out what works and what doesn't work? Aha, got to try it. Got to try things. When I was out on the beach today, I thought to myself, you know, you got to try things. Sometimes you think, that's not into that at all. How do you know if you never tried? How do you know if you never tasted something if you like the way it tastes? Because someone told you something about it. Now, it may not be your overall favorite thing in the world, but how do you know you don't like it? How do you know a person you don't like a person if you've never even talked to them? How do you know you don't like to be somewhere if you've never been there? Maybe there are things with that food or with that place or with that person that you have to learn. Things you can learn from. Oh, I could never live there. Oh, sucks there. Never want to live there. Yeah, I'm not talking about like poverty. No one wants to be in poverty. I'm talking about like logistical places. Example, when I moved to New York City, people say, ah, can you move and live in New York City? So rough and tough and so small, the apartments and it stinks. And, uh, yeah, all true. All true. And it's hard to live there, no doubt. But yet, it's one of the best experiences of my life. Strictly for the reasons I just stated. Because you learn so much about yourself when you're walking down into a train station to go out on a subway and you're sweating so much that you've sweat right through your clothes on a summer day and you've got to go to a job. And you look around and there's thousands of other people crowding into the, to the subway that's got the air conditioning because they're going through the same thing you are. 
all the situation in the winter where you have full winter clothes on in New York City, all the heat is basically in these older buildings is you know building regulated. You got no thermostat. Whatever the heat's on in the building, that's your heat. So this old apartment I used to be in the middle of winter, be you know, twenty five, thirty degrees outside snowing. You walk into your apartment, it's like Jamaica in there. Can't come out of your clothes fast enough. Got Bob Marley on, I'm lighting the doobie. It's like, come on, man. Happy reggae Sunday to you. Snowing outside. No wonder I was sick all the time. But you gotta try it. Gotta see what works, what doesn't work, what you like, what you don't like. And then move toward the things that you like. Move toward the things that move you. That's right, I said it. Move towards the things that move you. Cheers then. Upstairs again. Rebels. It's all right. John. Okay, get them out. <laughs> Kick them out. It's all right. No, they're, not. they're good. They're good upstairs. They're my mates. Anyway, as I was saying, got to find what works for you. Got to find what inspires you. What works for you. Try things. Try it out. Find it. At least you have to be open to the idea of something. You don't have to actually experience it. Even if you just sometimes open to the idea of something, you can talk about it amongst yourselves. You can think about it in an open-minded way and say, ah, here's what I find interesting about that. Here's what I don't think I would find interesting about that. But experience really is the key. Go out and experience life, because life's going to be over quickly, soon. What are you, 15? you got 80 years, man. Thank God that's great. In a blink, 30 of those are going to be gone. You're going to be 45. Saying, oh shit, what did I do with those 30? i got 30 more, shit. Now those 30 are gone, I'm 75. My wanker doesn't work, and now I'm just done. Don't be that. Go out there and experience life, man. Experience the world. Go see what you can find. How do you do that, Adrian? You said, I got so many bills. I got things I got to do. I got responsibilities. No one's saying give up your responsibilities. No one's saying don't provide for your kids. No one's saying it. What I'm saying is organize yourself in a way that you have the freedom to do what you want to do. My life changed about, I don't know, 10 years ago, I guess. I'd been moving cross country for jobs, back and forth, back and forth, New York, Los Angeles, New York, Los Angeles, New York, Los Angeles, back and forth. And each time I'd move, 
Me and the missus, we pack up everything we owned in one house, move it 3,000 miles to somewhere else, then back it up, move it 3,000 miles somewhere back, and then back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Did that about three or four times. Maybe more. Paying exorbitant amounts of money to movers. Schlepping, 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 schlepping. With the weight of the world feeling like on my shoulders. Or to move stuff. From one place to another. And then finally it dawned on me. Why am I doing this? I don't care about this stuff. And I read this book called The Minimalists. My mates now, The Minimalists. You should go check out the book if you can find it. It's all over the place. They also have a, a documentary show, I think it's on Netflix. These two blokes, they're nice guys. Anyway, the missus and I made a deal. We was in a five-bedroom house. Very large. Big yard. Tons of space. Me and the missus decided that when we left that house... We were only going to take one bag each and a couple of things. And that was it. We sold, gave away the rest. That's right. We sold or gave away the rest. When I left that town, I had a bag and my guitar. That was it. The best feeling I've ever had in my life. The most freest feeling I've ever had in my life. I could live like that today and not have a problem. Because wherever we are, that's our home. Wherever we are, together, that's our home. Walls don't define us. Things don't define us. Property does not define us. I encourage you, as we come up on day 13, to get out there and experience something that you never thought you would like. Something you're afraid to do. Go climb that mountain. Go jump in that ocean. Write that song, apply for that job, do something you're afraid to do, 
on day 13. And as we leave each other tonight, I want to encourage you that if you've fallen down, there's never a better time than now to get back up. If you haven't been striving and searching, there's no better time to start than now. Things will leave you. Possessions will leave you. But yourself, your spirit, your soul, your mind is always there. So start feeding it what it needs. And begin tomorrow by experiencing life in a new way, with new eyes. One breath at a time, one step at a time. I look forward to hearing your thoughts about it. As always, you can follow us on Instagram, Adrian Manley Official, The Adrian Manley Show, either one. Appreciate all your DMs and all the comments. Good night.